I was so codependent on someone else trying to validate me and someone else saying to me, you're beautiful and someone else saying to me, you're worth it. Because I felt as myself and I felt by myself, I wasn't enough and I needed something else to complete me. And I often like walked around lying to myself like, oh, I don't believe in that. I need you to complete me because I'm complete by myself. And the thing is, I wasn't. I wasn't complete by myself. Hello there, my name is Sakina Isabani and you're back on your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. If it's your first time listening, thank you very much for joining me. It's going to be an amazingly fun ride. Today, once again, I am not alone on lockdown chats and I'm super excited to be speaking about this topic because it's very, very close to home. And in fact, you know, it's, it's quite a paradox that I'm excited because it's something that makes my heart really heavy because it's one of the things that I have personally struggled with, but it's great to be able to share this to share this with you and to be able to learn and to share with another beautiful mind that's just going to enlighten us all and and help us to overcome it together. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have one of my amazing friends and she's just amazing. That's that's one word that I could really use to describe her because she's very intelligent. She's very in touch with not only her emotions, but with her creator, her maker, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's something that we share in common. So today, guys, I'm bringing Chantelle Zoe, and she's just going to be taking us through her journey and her story of self-discovery and understanding and grasping her worth and her positive self-image. Chantelle, don't you want to say hi to the people? Hey guys, so excited to be here, so excited to speak with you. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Please just tell us a bit about yourself, who you are and, and where you come from and what you do. Okay, so my name is Chantal um, Jo. I'm actually mixed race, so mm-hmm. I'll get into where I'm from um, in a lot of depth and detail for you guys so you actually kind of grasp um, what I'm talking about. So basically, I am mixed with Zimbabwean, Portuguese, Zambian, and British. I was born in Zimbabwe, but I'm currently residing in South Africa. That is my current place of living, which is super, super exciting. So my mom is mixed race, more to the white side, my dad is black, and then you get me. So I am more in touch with my Zimbabwean roots, my culture and heritage, which I adopted as Shona. And yeah, what I do for a living currently is I'm studying political sciences and international relations at the University of Victoria. Shine. And that is my, yes, that is my first um, main core priority. And then on the side, I'm a creative. So I do things like mm-hmm. feature on podcasts. Yes. <laughs> create content for Instagram and a lot of talks um, regarding, you know, like the self-worth a lot of talks around who Jesus is to me and that's currently what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm up to thank you for sharing that with us so now let's get into the nitty-gritty let's get into the actual depth of this episode and that's self-worth and a positive self-image so that's the purpose of this episode from a societally accepted and established point of view you are 
one of the images of beauty, whether you believe it or you don't. Being a mixed race girl. <laughs> but you are beautiful. I'm not going to lie, guys. She is beautiful. Thank you. you can go check her out on her Instagram. The girl's popping. Thank you. Obviously, a lot of people are asking themselves, but like, wow, like she's mixed. Like I heard Portuguese. I was sold. I heard British. I was sold. Now, please take us back to a time where you didn't feel so beautiful, when you didn't love yourself and you had a poor self-image. I know a lot of people are like, what? But this is the whole purpose of today's episode. Yeah, as you said, a lot of people find it easier to look on the outside, but they don't really know what's going on within. Mm -hmm. I'll take you back. It started a very, very long time ago. It started when I was five. And as I said, it actually recently like came to my knowledge that I struggled with identity issues like a month ago which mm-hmm. is not so long ago and it's currently a journey I am going through and healing through mm-hmm. so when I was five I went to primary school because in the UK I live in the UK at five and like in the UK you start primary school at five and I remember a kid saying to me oh my gosh like you're half cast and I was like mm. what half cast what, what, what is that yeah <laughs> yeah what is that and I came home and I was like, this kid said I'm half cast and my mom was just kind of like, don't worry about it, you know. So you saying that like a month ago, you discovered that you actually have this identity crisis. It really struck a nerve for me because in this, the past few weeks, and this is something that I've been saying on a couple of my previous episodes during this lockdown, is that this lockdown period has just completely torn the veil, like removed the band-aid, the plaster from like all of our wounds and all of the stuff that we were running away from, putting Mm, off because of mm. work and being busy and whatever, the stuff that we refused to deal with and just threw under the carpet. And it just Mm. took that all out. Like there was no meeting with friends or no like time to complain about, you know, school. And and so I think for a very great part of this lockdown, I have broken down and it's not something that I'm proud of. It's not something that... I want to constantly be saying because, which is also another, you know, facet of not really having the best self-image about yourself. You just don't want to tell people because Mm. you think you're burdening Mm. them or you're just constantly Mm. venting, you know, in inverted commas about the same thing. And it's such a toxic trait. But you saying that and it just really, yeah, like I'm holding back emotions because it's also been something that I've been struggling with. When I was younger, um, I used to be known as a nerd by God's grace. Mm. I was like smart and and good at academics and still I'm smart, but Mm. I was good at academics and Mm. everything. And of course you are. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Only by God's grace. Only by God's grace. You're welcome. Amen. So I was known as a nerd and I had a problem with that because I didn't like to be labeled. I didn't like to be boxed or classified or mm. categorized. And I didn't understand why people wanted to put me in a section, you know, I, I wanted mm. to fit in, which is one thing that, that we share in common. I really wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be that nerd mm-hmm. with a bigger bag than everybody yeah carried all their books i didn't want to be isolated from from the cool kids from from that group and so along the lines like in primary school i still i was still very like steadfast in my ways in high school Mm. i started out and i was good and then eventually the walls came down and yeah to an extent i don't regret because you know some of the best memories were made some of the best friends were made but to another i wish i just never gave up 
on just like you said believing in the fact that just me and jesus are enough yeah and and the fact that i don't need anyone else's validation i don't need to be popular or whatever the case may be i am okay even if i have to sit alone during break times or not share anything in common with anyone but the fact that i am living out my purpose and being the person that god created me to be would have been enough amen I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's so crazy because in the humblest way possible, just like you, like no one would expect that someone who has your facial features, who has your intelligence, who has your faith would yeah. be going through such a thing. Just like in my case, yeah. you know, I was head goal. Exactly. I was, that's why it's so twisted. And that's why we need to get to the bottom exactly. of it and just teach exactly. people. Yeah, and I think it's like you think you're meant to have it all together. And it's mm-hmm. like because society teaches you that you're meant to have it all together. I mean, at the age of 16, 15, people will ask me what I wanted to be. I don't yeah. know what I wanted to be at 15, you know. <laughs> some people do, some people don't. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's because society kind of just teaches us that you have to have everything all together you know and everything you see on Instagram or everything you see on social media platforms really deceives you and really makes you think oh my gosh this person has it all together and really as you said like you're super smart you were head girl you thrived in academics and it's like oh there was that thing in you oh I'm a nerd people Mm. think I'm this people think I'm that Mm -hmm. and if we don't abandon the desire to constantly please people we'll live a life of emptiness Mm. and I was listening to something and someone said you should remember your life before Christ yes I saw that he was like the metallic taste of emptiness is what haunts me but always draws me closer like just draws me closer and that's how I feel about like my identity crisis I don't know how you feel about it but for me it was always that metallic taste of emptiness and God just taught me if you don't abandon the desire to constantly please people you're gonna live a life performing for people who aren't even in the end going to open the gate to heaven for you Mm, mm. yeah it's just something so heavy (laughs) it's so deep literally and even in lockdown I think this lockdown has been one of the hardest yet most fulfilling times for me because as you said you're locked you know in your house you can't go outside you can't see friends the most you can do is go on a zoom call Mm. but at the end of it you're with yourself and you're forced to face these things you're forced to question these things you're forced to go within yourself and really try and navigate why it is why it is so like why you do specific things and as you said also like it's like oh I don't really want to be vulnerable about this thing because like people are going to think you know I'm draining and I'm boring and whatever it may be exactly but at the end of the day literally but at the end of the day it's your journey and there's nothing more beautiful than embracing your journey and embracing where you're at. And even if see that thing of constantly trying to box yourself yeah. and constantly trying to limit who you are to please people is just very empty. That is so, so true. Yeah. Again, we are we are faced with ourselves, with our true selves, and it's like it's like staring at the Joker, you know, like the Batman's like <laughs> that that's literally like waking yes. up in the morning, going to your mirror. And and seeing this beautiful mess 
that is you Literally. and you have to come to terms with the fact that you're not completely a villain you're not even a villain at all mm-hmm. you just have yeah. to understand yourself understand why you've become like this and yeah. how you to, to like carry yourself forward in light of that how were you seeing yourself because there's four types of self-love right so i'm just going to name them and then you'll just yes. give a little yes. description of how you saw these types of love right okay so the first is how did you see yourself? Like, what is your perception of yourself? My perception of myself was I didn't feel like I was enough. I didn't feel like my natural self, like just who I am and the core of who I am was pleasing. I didn't think that I could achieve specific things. I was very codependent to make me feel good about myself, to make me feel like I was enough. I didn't really see myself in the light that, you know, I truly was. And also one thing that really, really like haunted me was I saw myself as someone deserving of pain, someone deserving of, yeah, someone deserving of every bad thing that happened to her, someone deserving of every, you know, when something doesn't go right in life. Mm And you're just like, ugh, you know, I deserve it. Like, it just is what it is. Like, I deserve this punishment. I deserve whatever it is because, you know, I'm just... And that's how I saw myself, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just so that we can learn and so that we can understand that, yo, you're not alone. There are other people that are going through this. And, yes. and you may think like, wow, like this person has their life together. And, you know, mm-hmm. guys, Instagram is a lie don't it's even a lie. No. if you want to base a person's entirety like the way people say like whoever i am on twitter that's not me you know that's Instagram no, 100%. You. so it's literally it's not, exactly so it's not to say it's a complete facade but no one is going to show you photos of their biggest breakdown or um, exactly their moments of like complete weakness and vulnerability and that's something that you mentioned which exactly. i really liked because for me as well it was mm. just i don't want to be vulnerable and a lot of people like when I tell Mm. them like yo I'm actually a shy person to a great extent (laughs) always you know but I'm same same but my way of countering that was to appear very very confident it's weird but in my shyness I would just be bold as I possibly could be to counter that and then when I'm done doing my thing I just shrivel back into that little shrimp that I thought I was and it's still something that I am working on and and just as like I also just discovered I'm not sure obviously at the time that you guys are listening to this it would have been like weeks gone but yes I think a few days ago, I just realized that, yo, dude, like, I don't think you know who you are. I don't think you understand. Yeah. I think yeah. understanding my purpose and knowing where I want to be in life and where I'm going, it hasn't been like a definite point to place in time, but yeah, I know that I want to do certain things and God has laid certain things in my heart for me to do and not all of them mm. are clear. But they're not meant to be, mm. true, but, but at least that part I'm good on in inverted commas. But really mm. understanding who I was, was just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, how I came to that realization is because, because I have my, my, my cousin who I mentioned a lot because she's like my bestie, like my other half. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I know she's listening yes. to this. Like I'd always tell her things because like when I just feel like something is really heavy on my chest, I'll tell her. And the one thing I said to her was that I feel like I'm waiting on a man to complete me. Yes. Yes. In that moment, (laughs) 
I just realized, because, okay, there's certain things right now and being an African girl, which is something that I always mention because it's a part of my life and, mm. and you, it's mm. a part of your life. It's something that you're constantly faced with. Yes. And it's yes. mar- like marriage is such a big thing to African parents. In our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So it's just constantly in your face. So sometimes when I like mm. not do house chores and like not do this and like the, the reason why we're doing this is to build up the momentum, right? Why? Because you're going to have to do this like almost every day in your house when you're married. Yeah. And so I always felt like, no, but maybe, and I didn't realize that it was an obsession. Like it was becoming a serious obsession. Like I just think that that, that feeling of just being united, you know, this whole like yeah. fantasy type thing and, and it's just going to be great yeah. and, and life is going to be beautiful and rosy and like white picket yeah. fences and but then I realized that, sis, you, you're lacking something within you. And that's why you feel like this yes. is an integral part of your life. And yes. you're just going from high to high and from man crush to man crush. And it's not yes. just like, it's not just a man crush. It's a real problem. And it, it has nothing to do with those guys. It has to do with you yeah. thinking and believing that being with a guy who seems to have it all together is somehow going to complete you. With that, like being said, I think every girl has been through a majority of girls. Let me say, let me not generalize, but a majority of girls have been through that feeling of wanting a companionship. But I think it's very important to differentiate between wanting companionship and being codependent on someone to validate you and validate your worth. And I think it's also so important to know that you as an entirety and you as a whole are enough. Mm -hmm. It's enough. And that's why I said in the beginning, like I never grasped that just Jesus and I are enough. And I was reading something today. It said, I'm learning to love the sound of my feet, walking my own path without needing someone else to hear them with me to feel alive. Wow. And literally, and I was like, whoa, like so often, like I have, I had the same feeling as you, like I need a man to complete me because in a, an African culture, it's, it's like, when are you going to get a man? So when you're exactly. going to, so yeah. it's like, like chill, wow. you know, just, <laughs> you're just chill, like, and I think you first need to be whole within yourself. And that is a lack thereof within. And I can even testify to that. I literally jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship I can't even tell you there were very short periods of time when I was single like it would be like a four-month period and then I'd be in a relationship Mm. it'd be a three-month period and then I'd be in a relationship I'm I'm currently not in a relationship and we'll get into that but that was because I was so codependent on someone else trying to validate me and someone else saying to me you're beautiful and someone else saying to me you're worth it because I felt as myself and I felt by myself, I wasn't enough and I needed something else to complete me. And I often like walked around lying to myself like, oh, I don't believe in that. I need you to complete me because I'm complete by myself. And the thing is, I wasn't. I wasn't complete by myself. And it was so, so bad that like it got to a point where I just, I lost myself in all of it. Lost who I was. I lost my vision. I lost my motivation. I lost my, like, you know, when you have a vision towards your purpose, when you have a vision towards your goal, yeah. I just lost it. And it was just living day by day, trying to just get through knowing that I'm enough. 
and that's where Jesus comes in and that's where Jesus like stole my heart again and Jesus was like listen Chantal like you are enough and you and I are enough it's like the Samaritan woman like if you look at the Samaritan woman I think it's in John 4 yeah. and Jesus came to her and Jesus was like can I have water and uh, she was like yo um, you're, you're, you're a Jew why are you here and he was like can I have water and then she was like okay and then he was like but if only you knew that I'm the living water that you need to drink from mm. and that's also like to say that God constantly pursues us like he knew he didn't need the water, but he pursued the woman so that he could touch her heart because she was trying to fulfill herself in different things like men. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. So, mm. so like guys, again, just a reminder, every single question that we have, there is an answer to that question in the Bible. You may not believe in Jesus, but for those of you who do, and for those of you that will in the future, the Bible is your go-to. This has been that one anchor that the thing that keeps pulling me back and i'm like so sorry jesus like a lot of the times you drift away and you get carried away and yeah. but just like Chantal said he keeps pursuing you and he keeps meeting you at your points yeah. of need like yes in a way that's custom to you again he mm-hmm. didn't need the water but she was fetching water and he wanted to get to her mm-hmm. and so he used that avenue mm-hmm. to her heart so mm-hmm. that's the god we serve and it's it's just absolutely Amen. another way that i looked at myself So you spoke about, you believe that, you know what, every bad thing that happened to me, I deserved. I felt like, I know there's a name for it, but I can't remember the name at this present moment, but it's... um, I might be able to help you. Thank you. (laughs) So it's basically when when you think you're you're living a lie like when people think you're great and you like you guys have no idea like how horrible i am and you feel like uh, your achievement and and whatever that you are able to do and attain is just not by mistake but it's by luck you yes, you weren't able yes. to do th- and there's a name for it and that was basically me and that has been me for the longest time and it's yeah. a horrible feeling because you constantly yeah. second guess yourself and it doesn't matter how yeah. many yeses and amens you get you just feel like, mm. nah, it couldn't, it couldn't have come for me. And that's another form of toxicity that we really need to address and, yes. and get rid of. Because yes. as a perfectionist, a lot of us suffer from this. Yes, 100%. And as you said, I was actually watching a sermon and T.D. Jake said something concerning that. And he said, when, when you live life and someone says to you, you did well, and you don't believe you did well because you don't believe that can come from you. Mm-hmm. And someone says to you, oh my gosh, you're such a great, for example, you were head girl. So someone comes to you like, you're such a great head girl. And you don't believe that because you don't believe that can come from you. And he said like something along the lines that Satan plays so much with your mind mm-hmm. and he plants lies within you because he knows when you receive the truth from people, it will set you free and you'll mm-hmm. be limitless. And walking in truth and freedom and walking in that truth that I am enough and walking in that truth that I did that through God's grace, obviously. I did that because God is within me yes. and I can't fail, you know? And walking in that truth is total freedom. But like, obviously, I'm the same as well. When people used to say to me, you're so amazing at this, you're so amazing. And I'm like, oh, mm. but you're not me. <laughs> you're not me, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Moving to the second form of self-love. What did you, yeah. what, what did others see Okay, we've we've basically we've basically mentioned that one, which is that others saw you as this amazing person. Others have seen me as as this 
really intelligent person just like you said thank you very much once again how did you think others saw you how i thought others saw me is very interesting because dms i used to get the comments on my photos the things people say to me was total contrast to what i felt about myself Mm -hmm. and i knew other people saw me as like this person who loves jesus is perfect doesn't do anything wrong doesn't have a single problem in her life as you said earlier you know facial features you're mixed like what what do you mean you struggle with identity you're like mm. the, the epitome of what you know beauty is you know exactly. the standards in society and i knew people saw me like this i knew that's how people perceived me that but that's what even broke me down more. wow because it was like now I had to live up to that even though I didn't feel like that Mm. so that perception of how people saw me is like I said like you said at the beginning of the podcast you're like you know the epitome of pretty whatever and people want to be mixed people want to you know and all of this and it's like I knew okay cool yeah you see me like this but that also like made me put up a wall as a person because I was afraid that people will see the real me I was afraid that people would come to contact with the Chantal who feels she doesn't look like that the Chantal who feels she doesn't necessarily live up to those standards mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's wow that's the best way i can answer that yeah i'm not gonna lie i really just want to like crawl into a corner and just bore my ass out <laughs> because <laughs> this is like too much truth to take because wow yeah like, like spears and daggers to my heart right now because literally no same <laughs> it's it's just tearing apart all the lies that i had like covered mm. my true self with you know again i'm not regretful because what my friend said in one of the episodes that came before this is that it helped us to not know well now we have the experience that we didn't have before when we were like feeling limitless and doing amazing things like more amazing things that yes than what we have been doing now and so i'm just grateful for that and i'm grateful for god because god's time is the best and he makes all things beautiful in his time so it's not a mistake we aren't late for anything this was this was the plan for us to get that wisdom that knowledge and again to get that metallic emptiness you know that taste of Mm. of the lack of god of not knowing what your purpose and your potential is so that we can yes. hold on to it forever and like never let go and just chase it. With yes. A- okay, now lastly, on the types of self-love, uh, what was your perception of how you saw yourself? Like, what did you think about the way that you saw yourself? I thought it was ridiculous. Like, I was like, yo, like, come on now. Like, Chantal, like, that's only recently, actually. Like, I thought it was ridiculous, and that's how I broke free from it. But before I was aware of my perception, etc., like, I was just kind of like, it is what it is, you know. I didn't think too much about it. I didn't think too much about, like, my idea of myself. Like, I just kind of went with it, and I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it was okay to think of myself like that, you know. As a Christian or whatever it is, you think, oh, my gosh, this is humility, you know, to yeah, think of myself as lower. True. You think, this is humility. Like, I'm just being humble. Mm-hmm. No, you're not being <laughs> humble, ma'am. Yes. Like, you think, as a Christian, if there's just 
this false perception of humility and that false perception of humility sometimes you'll be like oh maybe it's degrading myself maybe it's making myself feel less and C.S. Lewis said something very beautiful he said humility is not it's not thinking of yourself as less Mm -hmm. it's thinking less of yourself it's thinking more of others and essentially you know serving others and kind of celebrating who Jesus is and lowering your ego if that makes sense so it's not that's, that's beautiful. Um, it's not like oh i'm a terrible person i suck at this I, I i do this so my perception was oh i'm probably just being humble like there's humility but it wasn't humility because humility is essentially surrender and like laying down your crown at the foot of the cross and saying okay god here i am you are bigger than it all Mm-hmm. So for me, like I was like, oh, it's humility, but it wasn't humility. It really wasn't humility. It was just really I was degrading um who God was. I was degrading what He did for me. Yeah, that that was my perception. Mm. Okay, let me sum it up for for me. Okay, yes. how I saw myself is I was just I was just a fake. Like y'all didn't know <laughs> what was going on, you know, behind the scenes, and it was oh. just miracles constantly, and it was yeah. horrible. And it's, it's gotten better. Yeah. And I just thank God for Amen. constantly like Amen. working on me and not giving up on me, yeah. which is just amazing. But yeah, that was me. What others saw when they saw me, man, they saw like, I mean, like a role model for like their future kids. Mm. And it was, it was great. I've many a time said it to people like, I wish I could see myself the way you see me. I wish yes. I could. This, this Sakina yeah. that you tell me about, man, she's so amazing. Like I want to meet mm. her type thing. And mm. so it was bad, man, because you are that Sakina, you know, you just need to mm. stop accepting all the other stuff. And just like my pastor said yes. recently, we shouldn't focus on what we don't have. We should focus on what we do have. Yes. And just keep Shift your focus. Yes. Exactly. What, what I thought others saw when they saw me was just like you said, it mounted the pressure on me to yes. look at this expectation that people have that, you know, this girl is like this and she's great. And it wasn't even about like, let me get good marks. It was, let me just make sure that I keep getting these good marks that I'm getting so that people don't end to up keep up the standard. Exactly. Like seeing through yeah. my facade, you know, tough times guys, <laughs> tough times. No. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, hundred percent. Like, it's rough it's really rough because you you just kind of like uh i just have to keep up with this i just have to keep up with this and when when you are running after something like keeping up with it you actually essentially lose who you are yep because you're trying to keep up with something that you're not or keep up with something that people have placed on you and like that's what i'm speaking about like the liberation of being free from from labels Mm. being liberated from a label being liberated from what people have boxed you as and you can be super smart but also be super creative it doesn't mean because you're smart you're just smart and all mm-hmm. you can do is academics there's other things you can do as well there's other things god has placed in you so like i think the liberation from labels is so powerful and it's so powerful to walk in the freedom of of who god is because god also like it's so easy to box god like we like to limit things we, that's what we, we love limiting things mm-hmm. we love boxing things because our mind can't comprehend. So what we then do is box. Mm. And it's important to realize that your identity is constantly changing as a person. You're constantly Mm -hmm. growing. You're constantly, you know, reaching new levels, newer heights. And with that comes 
change with that comes new responsibility with that comes new interests with that comes new hobbies so you can't constantly chase after something that someone has placed on you because essentially then you're in a prison you you have oppressed yourself you have boxed yourself you have for you then it's kind of like okay now I'm limited to what people have said about me and that's I think that's essentially the saddest depression so true and to end with this episode which is Extremely unfortunate, but we're going to be giving you another yes. one, a follow-up on this. So you guys should just stay tuned. The the, the last way in which or, or I express the self-love towards myself, which is basically what was my perception of how I saw myself. Just like you said in the beginning, I don't know if this was actually on tape, but it was stupid. Like, yes. h- how can you look down on yourself so much like it doesn't even make sense like dude you're being unrealistic calm down it's ridiculous exactly (laughs) and so i was just like bro like you have to you have to change this but then then comes the mistake that we make where we start trying to like change our circumstances and like alter our reality in our own strength and that's not the way that it was meant to be then you fall into a different type of depression because you're like okay now i'm actually trying to be a better person god like why is this not working and then yes. just, the cycle continues. Literally, yeah. You, you, when you alter, you said altering your reality, and you know your your inner your inner place, and you're like, okay, yeah, but like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And I think that comes down to being honest with yourself and being honest with God about where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because I think when we try to alter things and when we try to change things, it's because we haven't come to the full acknowledgement, full acceptance of where we're at as people. And it's hard, man. Like it's it's really, <laughs> so true. It's really, it's really hard to be like, okay, this is my reality, and not try to like alter it and not try to change it. Mm-hmm. I really do think it comes down to being honest with yourself. As I said earlier, the truth sets you free. And if honesty is something you strive towards and it's something I strive towards and it's something I strongly believe you need to be honest with yourself. It first starts with yourself. Love starts with yourself. Acceptance starts with yourself. You can't love and accept someone else around you if you haven't started with yourself. And I honestly never like grasped this and never thought it was true until I was in the situation where I realized I didn't love myself. I realized I treated myself bad and I put myself last. Mm-hmm. And essentially I, I couldn't love because I didn't, I didn't feel loved. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was super, yeah, that was something super difficult. Like love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm, but thing. like, and it's like, love yourself and then mm-hmm. love your neighbor. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. exactly. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. So guys, we have come to the end of the episode. Um, basically as we've, as, as Chantal has beautifully summed it up, you need to love yourself. And even before that, you need to be completely honest with yourself about where you're at with, you know, whatever it is that you're facing and, and who you are um, in order to help yourself. You know, honesty is, is key. It's the first step to recovery. You have to acknowledge yes. that you're sick in order to get healed. And so you have to acknowledge yes. that you don't love yourself in order to be loved and to learn how to love yourself eventually. Thank you once again for listening to the episode. Thank you, Chantal, for joining me. She is going to be on the next episode as well because we have to continue this episode. We can't leave you hanging. How can we just open hanging, up? Yeah. <laughs> how can we just open up this entire like wound? Like we've just like slit you into two pieces. Now we have to patch you back together. With and then just self-care. walk away. Right? Like imagine. <laughs> now we have to patch you back together with some self-care tips. <laughs> And just 
how to deal with loving yourself. So once again, I'm very, Yay. very appreciative for all your love and your support. I am just super blessed by this podcast and, and always, always, always having an amazing time speaking to you guys. And I'm loving the response. I'm loving the compliments and the way people love my voice, guys. Like, is this me? Yes. Thank you. Yes, sis. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to accept it and I'm not going to second guess it and I'm not going to feel some type of Amen. way about it because it's the truth. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's, it's your you. voice. Exactly. And this platform yeah. is to give you a voice as well. So continue speaking to me. Um, please do DM me on Instagram. It is Sakina Speaks underscore S-A-K-I-N-A-S-P-E-A-K-S underscore. Or hit me up on my email address, Sakina Speaks at gmail.com. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk. Once again, yeah. Sakina has spoken. Mwah.